Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to this great podcast on the JG Podcast Network. Uh, for the time being, I'm still trying to figure out these mics that we got uh, in correlation to recording on my little Zoom device that I have here. So um, the audio may be a little weird and maybe only coming through one headphone. It, uh, you may hear one person on one headphone and the other person on the other headphone. So they get the best out of this podcast and all of the other podcasts on the JG Podcast Network. We recommend to please listen with two headphones in. We have a lot of great content here, and we want you to get the full experience of everything we have to offer here. So remember, guys, two headphones. And we're going right into the podcast now. Kingston and his inability to be eliminated in Royal Rumbles the first time. Second time around, he gets thrown out. I'm your host, <laughs> one of your hosts, the reigning, defending B2B World Heavyweight Champion, Brendan Riley. Well, I guess we're just going to cut right to the chase then. Instead of building it up. Nope, no build up. You losers lost. How you doing, folks? I'm I'm dreaming of a All thanks to <laughs> Michelle McTaker. Yeah, so I guess we're just cutting right to the chase here. Uh, if you listened to the last episode, we talked about a little game that we set together for the Royal Rumble and everything. Do you have the the list of rules so we could? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I thought you were on. They're on your notes or whatever. Uh, yeah. So I so, remember them from my. Alright, so off the top of my head, the rules were uh, you get a point if a legend or a debut. A return, a legend, or a debut. Yeah, so if if your pick got eliminated, you would lose a point. If the... Who drew number 30? In what? In the Men's Royal Rumble. I mean, both of them were returns. Well, technically. That didn't count. Um, because was already, we already ruled that Ziggler was on the roster already. Uh, I think Deanna did. No, she got a point for that. Did she? Whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you eliminate, if your draw eliminated, you got a point. If it, if they got eliminated, you lost that point. So I lost. I got Ginger Mahal and went totally neutral <laughs> because he got two eliminations and then got eliminated. Um, the most broken one for me was the Heath Slater, Sheamus. I should have lost so many points on that. But because I had both Heath Slater and Sheamus, they eliminated each other less than 30 seconds, but they were both my person. So I ended up losing, because I had six points by that point, and then I went, no, I had three points, and went to zero by the time that, that whole thing was over. It could have been a lot worse, but yeah, so I had if, two, if, guy. if your draw was in the match for less than 30 seconds, uh, you lost a point. Um, if they were in the rumble for the longest amount of time, you got a point. Uh, if you I won. I got both of those. If you won, you got ten <laughs> points. Uh, yeah, that and um, we picked two. We picked both a male and a female on. Uh, so that way, if one person draws that specific person, they lose three points. So, on the male side, it was Roman Reigns, and on the female side... It was initially Dana Brooke, and then you were like, let's change it to Liv Morgan, and I was like, alright. It bit me in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> so, let me tell you how this went. So, NXT TakeOver started, uh, I won the night with a clean sweep and got every match right in NXT TakeOver, and then I was still in the lead of Royal Rumble, uh, got, I think... This I got the. You were in the lead by a lot. You were in the lead by one. Not by much, but I was still in the lead. I got the second highest amount of points in the male Royal Rumble. Deanna got the highest because she got the Kofi spot, which gave her no, bonus points. points. Uh, and the, then the Miz having a Kofi spot kind of saved me too. Yeah, and then I crumbled horribly 
on the women's Royal Rumble. If you didn't draw Nia Jax, you would have been you would have been in a bad shape. Yeah, uh, basically Sasha Banks and Nia Jax were. Uh, I drew Lita too, which gave me like one point. But, um, yeah, if I didn't have Nia and I didn't have Sasha, I would have been like negative points. I only came on the, the women's Royal Rumble with two points. I got. I think 15 no more than that because I had like four four out of the seven picks were returns which was crazy it was both Bellas Michelle McCool Michelle McCool who had the most eliminations in the Royal Rumble uh, out of, of both, both Royal yeah. Rumbles um did, Kelly Kelly did you have Molly Wilson. oh you didn't have Molly Hall. no Kelly Kelly Toyrols I think all my picks and Natty and Natty, Natty was the only person that's in the active roster that, that I had. But even then, she got three eliminations herself. No, yeah, you had a very, very lucky draw. On yeah. On the men's side, for me, I had Apollo Crews, Ginger Mahal, Finn Balor, Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, Biggie. Um, I forgot who else I had. Rhino? No, you... Uh, Deanna had Rhino. Uh, but you you had the luck of having Heath Slater, Seamus, and Baron Corbin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... In, and the Miz. So in order... In, in the orders, Deanna came in last, Matt came in third, I came in second. I also got the Hurricane. You also had... Yeah. Even though I came in second because of the Women's Royal Rumble, and from having both Dana Brooke and Liv Morgan... I went like negative four, and then Nia Jax Actually, got me all those no. points left, and then you came Dana first. Dana Brooke didn't get you negative. She netted you a positive because she got an elimination. She uh, neutraled herself because she got one elimination and then went out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she neutraled herself, so I didn't get anything. Oh, that's right. She did eliminate herself. <laughs> that sucks. That's awful. Yeah. So. Did you get Elias? No. Did I? I did get Elias. Yeah. That's right, I did. But, yeah, so Brendan won, and he got to take home the belt, because Liv Morgan fucked me over. No. <laughs> Liv Morgan did not fuck you over. Michelle McTaker fucked you over. Yeah. Uh, so, before we start talking about the seven-hour pay-per-view, let's talk about the two-hour pay-per-view. Um, so tired. What were your thoughts on TakeOver? I like TakeOver. It wasn't the best one, but it also wasn't the worst. Um... I'm just going to run down the matches and what I thought of each one. Uh, the tag team match was okay between Red Dragon versus AOP. Uh, Had some good spots. I wouldn't say good spots, but the AOP has really improved from when they debuted. Oh my god, yeah. All the way to now, they're pretty They're pretty reliable hands in the ring. They're not the authors thought, of green anymore. I thought... Um, I thought they were going to get called up this week for some odd reason. I get No, because I think Razor was on Twitter like, you better watch on Raw Monday night. So I was like, oh, they're probably going to debut and kill somebody. They did not. Um, the next match was my boy Velveteen Dream versus Cassius Ojo. And um, that was Velveteen Dream is the best thing in anything of all time. <laughs> he's, he's so, like, everything about him is so likable from his character to his... His whole, like, entrance to the him saying he was going to knock out Cassius Ono in 30 seconds, only to get obliterated himself is pretty great. <laughs> you know, him, he and Miz have that same sort of ability that they put literally 110% into everything that they do and everything that they say, and that's what makes Miz so likable on the roster, and, and that's what makes uh, Patrick Clark, Velveteen Dream... Just so particular in in literally everything he does, to his movements, to his uh, wardrobe choices, to just the weird quirky spots and the particular intros where he had a guy with a pillow and he took the mouth guard off the pillow. Just those little details make the whole thing. I found out that guy's name. He's an indie wrestler and it's like... Philadelphia based? No, 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 no. It's like Crush McSmashface. I'm not kidding. It's something crazy good. 
I, oh, I saw God. it the other night when I was looking over something. Somebody was like, yeah, that's Indie Wrestler Crush Mixed Match Race. And I was like, seriously? And he was part of the stable with everybody had like crazy awesome names. And I was like, oh, I wish I would have run that down. He looked like the guy that played the genie on Broadway in Aladdin, who just happens to be a big wrestling fan yeah. as well. Oh, the next match is probably the most boring match on the card. It, the worst, I think, the worst NXT women's match of all time. Might be one of the worst NXT matches of all time. Shayna, don't call me baby. <laughs> don't call me a baby, a giant baby, Baszler. Versus uh, Ember Moon. It was pretty good. Um, it wasn't you just said good. it wasn't good. <laughs> no, what I was going to say it was pretty good. Then when it ended, I was just like, that was god-awful. Because they took 20 minutes to do a fucking armbar spot. And I was just like, Multiple armbar spots. And I was like, okay, we get it. Only for Ember Moon to outsmart her and win. Um, I don't like Shayna Baszler at all. I think she's bland and kind of boring. And I hope that NXT's not going into this pattern of having, like, mini versions of the people you'd have on the main roster. Like, Lars Sullivan's a mini version of uh, Braun Strowman. And, and, you know, now we have a mini Brock Lesnar, Ronda Rousey. More on that later. But it's just, like, I don't know. I can do without her. That should have been somebody else in that spot. I think it would have been a whole lot better. Um, the next match? was the Adam Cole versus uh, Alistair Blake. This was probably my favorite match on the card. No. Um, no the way. Best, no, the best match on the card was the championship match, but I think my favorite match on the card was this match. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they're they pretty brutal people just beating the hell out of each other, which I like. I like this Adam matches. Cole needs to stop taking those chair bumps. That thing, that is just painful. Somebody who has back problems, it just hurts to see somebody do that. Yeah, so if you haven't watched the match or if you skipped over the match, uh, first off, Adam Cole's thumb got busted open and, like, you saw a close-up of it. It was, like, a big chunk taken out of his thumb, so he's bleeding all over the place. But he set up two chairs. Um, they were, like... This is spot he's done in PWG. Chair, chair oh, face to chair face. And then Alistair Black flipped them over so that it was the top of the chairs together. And then... Sort of did some type of, like, AA-type thing on... And Adam Cole's, like, middle of his back landed. And everyone in the room just went, Oh! Jeez. Everybody who's watching that show just cringed at that. that was it was cool. a really, really brutal match. Some really good spots. Um, it was just really, really fun to watch. And both those guys are really entertaining. Yeah, it's interesting to see what's next for Alistair Black... Well, uh, the next, the main I event. Match, maybe. The main event of the night was Cien Almas versus Johnny Gargano in what I feel is probably my favorite match of the year so far, early 2017. You know, it was, it was so good, I would probably even go, like, probably best NXT match. I don't know. You know, there's some good NXT matches, like the Sami Zayn Nakamura and the Bait done Chicago match, but that that Gargano Champa match Champa. Uh that Gargano Almas match was one of if not the best NXT match I've probably ever seen. It's pretty dope. I uh excuse me, ooh. Um There was there's been a few. I love Sasha Bailey. I love Oh yeah, for sure. I love Naka's name. That might be my still maybe my favorite NXT match. I mean, even though the other two are better, but I love that match so much. Just it's also Nakamura's debut. First WWE match, no, first American match. Um, there's also a lot of good things too. There's like Neville and Zane in the ladder match. Um, there's a Fatal Four Way. The Cesaro versus Sami Zayn two after falls is so great. Like, there's so many good NXT matches that I can I don't think I can say as much best all-time favorite but it's probably so far been my match of the year and this has been a lot of match of the year contenders already for me it's like five it's like five or six like what so far since the start of 2018 um that the main event for nxt the royal rumble match itself from this year uh suzuki versus goto and from wrestle kingdom really I love that match so much because Suzuki's a fucking madman. 
And he also beat Tanahashi this weekend for the IC title. Choked him out. Well, no, he did the same. This is why This is why I think the, the NXT spot bothered me so much. The Shayna Baszler match. Because in New Japan, the night before, the same... That's how, that's how Suzuki won the title against Tanahashi. Oh. He kept him in a knee bar for like 25 minutes. And I was like, ah. Okay, cool. Uh, Jericho Omega. That's what, 4-5? There's the Miz and Roman Reigns, and the Miz. Nah, I wouldn't call that a match of the year contender. It was a good match. Yeah, wasn't wasn't one of the best matches. Five. That's five so I think far. That, I think that's probably about it. So it's five matches, which is pretty impressive for the. And January is not even oh, over yet. Oh wow! How did I forget this? The Fatal Four Way for the the Junior Heavyweight Title. Oh my God! Yeah, that match was great. So, like, there's been so many things, like, it, and it's, a, it's only January, and fucking, I can already, I think I already know what my match of the year is going to be, so, let's hold the phone on that. <laughs> but, uh, I love this match so much, it told so much of a story of an underdog, I haven't seen such an underdog story since Daniel Bryan, um, he had his whole family there, his wife got involved, uh... is just such this pure white meat baby face, like... He's the perfect baby face. Like, if that... That's... He's like John Cena now. Like, you just can't turn him heel. He's you just, You just... No, I mean, like, to the fact that you just can't turn him heel. He's just the baby face. There's no going back for it. You could turn him, you know? You could easily turn him, around. You shouldn't. But anyway, so, at the end of the match, the everybody expected the match to be, like... Champa coming back and screwed him over. He did one better. He waited to beat him down when he least expected it again. Stupid NXT logo came up. You were like, oh, I guess that's it. And then, bam, Champa struck. Hit him with a crutch in the back. And then Champa just went away. With a dope-ass shirt, which I hope they sell. Yeah, it's his new shirt. It's his new logo. It's not on the shop yet. It's so cool. No, probably by, like, the next takeover will be up there. It's but. like a Day of the Dead skull. And it says Blackheart on the back. And with this giant beard. And Chopper's got this crazy beard going on. He probably mm-hmm. has the biggest beard in WWE right now. How's mm. Braun's beard? It's not not nearly as crazy as Chopper's. And Chopper's got like that white streak right right down the middle and everything. Chopper just looks insane. Chopper looks like a villain from a comic book that I can't... I'm trying to envision just evil eyes and everything about that. Anyway, so he looks like Hugo Strange a little bit, actually. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... So now we go into Royal Rumble, the big seven-hour show. Uh, three pre-show matches. Um, Your Mountain Dew pre-started Kickstarter pre-show. <laughs> I mean, they were, they were what they were. Uh, cruiser match, cruiserweight match, nothing special. Um, the root revival, nothing special. Yeah, the, and even the cruiser, the U.S. title open challenge, nothing special. Which now to the main show, <laughs> which was uh, interesting because Mojo Rally accepted Bobby Roode's challenge. Uh, supposedly, it was supposed uh, there was like four different alternates for who was going to come out of that match. I don't know the other two, but. Um, there was one was going to be Dolph Ziggler and the next was going to be Adam Cole, and they decided to put Adam Cole in the Rumble over Mojo Rally spot, which I think they made the best and right decision on that. Yeah. Um, but let's let's just go jump right into a fantastic Men's Royal Rumble. We don't start with the WWE title match. No, let's just we'll 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 make our way. Let's just. I'll cliff notes it real quick. AJ Styles does AJ Styles things. Best match of the Yeah, that's what he does. He just does does that. Even with a hurt KO, like they managed to pull off an entertaining match. Even with the screw finish. That's why AJ is the best, because AJ can make the best out of nothing. The most disappointing match of the whole weekend goes to the Usos versus uh, Shelton Benjamin and Gable, because I thought it was going to be good. It was not. The first fall was pretty good, and then it ended abruptly, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess they got cut for time. Yeah, probably. Now, the Royal Rumble. Okay, <laughs> so let's talk about the Rumble. So, uh, we didn't really know what to expect out of the Rumble because the past maybe, I'm going to say, 
three rumbles have been kind of garbage. I've seen two out of three. Um, I well, I was starting when I first started watching it, which was thirty-one when Roman won in Philadelphia. No, so, I say, but then the next year was Triple H. That one wasn't that bad. It was all right because the AJ Styles debut. Yeah. That, and even when they eliminated the him, they found it the best. They found the best way to do it without the crowd turning on them was have Kevin Owens throw him out, have Kevin Owens throw him out, and then have Sami Zayn come in, and then have them feud. And it was pretty. It was pretty great. And then everybody else kind of just like beat each other up. But what what my favorite part of this Royal Rumble was, and it's the same same goes for the ladies Royal Rumble, was that there wasn't. A massive story that was driving the entire rumble. Well, the women's rumble in itself was a massive story that was and driving it, the rumble. And it wasn't, it wasn't so formulaic. Like that was the problem with last year's rumble, which was, uh, okay, Braun Strowman's out, so now this big guy's out, so now we got to get this other big guy out, so he can eliminate this big guy. And there was only one big guy in the in the, the match at all times, and then. Goldberg and Taker and Brock all came out at the end, uh, a number apart from each other, and then Roman came out at the end, and it just seemed like really, really, really staged. When this Rumble didn't whatsoever, like we Elias came out and we were like, all right, so he's he's feeding with Cena, which means probably a number a number or so later Cena's gonna come out, and Cena didn't come out until number twenty. And Elias was number six. He still threw him out. Yeah, uh, but that's totally fine. Who it, wants to work with Elias? And like Bray Bray Wyatt came out earlier in the match, and then Matt Hardy didn't come out until like much later at nineteen. So that like. But then Bray Har- Bray Wyatt was eliminated by Matt Hardy. They eliminated each other. Exactly. <laughs> but that's that's totally fine. I I mean those those um, like, those predictable entrants. You know what I mean. Where it's like, okay, Brock. Ty Dillinger coming out at number 10 again. <laughs> that was hilarious. Not coming out, essentially. This story from every from 1 to, to 30, with the exception of like maybe 2 or 3 spots, which were a complete waste. I wouldn't even say the Heath Slater thing was a waste, because they everybody that came in after Heath was just fucking wrecking him every 2 seconds, and it was great. Then finally, Sheamus brought him back into the ring, only to get eliminated by Heath, which was pretty dope. And then he did that to, I guess, conserve the bar, because... Sheamus ain't got it. Sheamus isn't that healthy to be wrestling two times in the night. Um, I don't think there's been one waste of a person. Like, Rusev came out who met... They did the right thing by having Rusev come out. Rusev probably had pop of the night, I would say. Number two was Finn Balor, Finn which was great. Who um, lasted 57 minutes in the Rumble. Only to get tossed out by Jan right. Cena! And then beat I have a theory on about Raw. That. Which we'll talk about later. No, there's nothing wrong. I hate when people are like, oh, John Cena buried Finn Balor. How can you he fairly didn't, say I didn't say he buried him. I didn't say you. Did I? I said, I hate this notion that people are like, Finn Balor was buried by John Cena. And I go, you don't think maybe they're setting up a WrestleMania match between Finn Balor and John Cena? Because yeah. everybody thinks that the Undertaker's coming back. And I'm telling you right now, the Undertaker's coming back. That's it. That's why Brenda was saying the whole Royal Rumble. All the Undertaker's gonna come out. That was just joking. <laughs> I, kn- I knew the Undertaker wasn't gonna come out, but his wife did, and his wife sure as hell won me a championship belt. <laughs> anyway, so I have I had this theory when they fought on Raw. He cut a little promo, and I went, "Oh, I think they're setting the seeds up for Finn Balor versus John Cena at WrestleMania." And then he's going to beat John Cena at WrestleMania. Which yeah. Because it's going to be the start of heel Finn Balor. Yeah. Rock and roll of Finn Balor, I think. And which is... Or track, uh, rock and roll of Fergal Devitt. We'll go, uh, we'll um, go more into that later, but we're talking talking the Rumble match. Uh, the, men, the men's match didn't nearly have as much surprises as the women's match. That's because the fucking women's rosters and all that, they had a lot of spots <laughs> to fill. Yeah. However, the surprises of the men's rumble were pretty great. Uh, it was Andrade C and Olmas, Adam Cole, the Hurricane. Sure people seen the, the, the rumble. I know the Hurricane and Rey Mysterio. Hurricane was my favorite. 
<laughs> it was great. He tried to choke slam John Cena, and John Ch- Cena was about to sell it. And if I swear to God, if Hurricane would have choke slam John Cena and John Cena would just like sold that choke slam, I'd have been forever grateful. <laughs> Fun fact: with uh, both Hurricane and Molly Holly both in the Rumble, two thirds of that stable were back together again. Uh, oh. Superhero stable because I didn't, Ma- I didn't even Molly think of that. And Hurricane, the third one can't unfortunately because he's dead. I didn't even think of that. Super Rosie, who's Roman Reigns' brother. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, what was funny with the hurricane spot was after he got eliminated and fell on the pile of pancakes, he was still doing his pose. And he did, it. And he did his pose maybe three or four times and got cheers to every single one of them. You, he does it three times. He did it the first time in the ring, the second time when he got eliminated, and then the third he no, did the it, second he time did, on the steps. He did it like two or three more the times. Steps, he did it on the steps, and the last time, the guy that was wearing the Where's Waldo costume in the front, he stops, and he points at him, and he goes, Found you! And then does the pose, and then runs away. <laughs> but um, I like they didn't do no, like, I hate dominant dominating uh like somebody's dominating the rumble sort of like big show comes in clear's house or some other dumb shit like that unless it's deserved no like when nia jackson was deserved yeah it's nia jackson though because it's nia jackson and it's believable when you know somebody is the stature of nia Jax comes in and wrecks all these skinny ass bitches but fucking i love just nakamura coming in and, and wrecking people I love everybody got, like, equal time to do things. And then the final f- six and four were fucking amazing. Like, the six of, like, the old school versus new school. And then the WWE guys versus the internet guys. Like, that That was a nice little the touch to the The new Japan guys. Yeah, that's true. But you had, you had those last four people remaining. And yeah, I, even the last six, like, like you said, it was Rey Mysterio, Roman, Cena, Finn, or... Uh, or- Oh, was it Orton? Yeah. That was Roman. You just said what? Roman twice. It was. I thought it was Rey Mysterio. Roman, Finn, Naka, Rey, Cena, Orton. Oh, And they yeah, were facing yeah. off against each other. And uh, they they had a nice... There's a nice little moment that I love. And it's only because Randy Orton has one of my most, I think, favorite dick-headed things he's ever said to anybody. In a feud he had with Rey Mysterio in 2006. Where... They were fighting for the championship at WrestleMania, and he, you know they were soon they were milking the shit out of the Eddie Guerrero death thing, and he goes to um he goes to Rey Mysterio he goes, Eddie's not in heaven, Eddie's burning in hell. It's like <laughs> such it's such an overdramatic driven line, but it's so great because Randy Orton's a dickhead. But so what what was your biggest pop? Of the of the males uh, rumble. Mine and, for yeah. me. And what did what did you what were the aspects of the match that you liked? I would say, I would say Kofi's spot was pretty good. Uh, the hurricane. Um, that's about it. And I, I don't really get super excited. Probably Nakamura winning because I thought for a second, for the I Nakamura is always my pick to win the rumble. But for a quick hot second, that Roman Reigns doubt started creeping in, and I was like, "Which they do on purpose now." Damn! If they if Roman Reigns wins this rumble, they're gonna tear Philadelphia apart, 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 apart. They've done that Roman thing the past few years. I'll be honest with you, I popped more in the Women's Royal Rumble for a couple things, which was pretty weird, but more than the Males Rumble. And like, I'm just happy Nakamura won. I mean, there's not much more to say than that. Because then right away he's like fighting AJ Styles at WrestleMania. And it's like, yes! Yeah, I mean, this was... You know, uh, they always say, like... And by they, I mean Vince and WWE in general. They're always like, we hear you. Like, we're listening to you, the fans and stuff. And uh, out of like a few years of, of consistently watching wrestling... This Royal Rumble was probably the first time I ever actually felt like they actually were listening... By having uh, Nakamura and Asuka both win the Rumbles, uh, which were the fans' choices for winning the Rumble. I, I don't think it would be any different if Finn won, or as long as it wasn't Roman. That's the thing. Is that they just people are tired of getting. Or Cena. I don't even think Cena didn't need to win as much. 
No, I wouldn't have minded seeing him as much, but he didn't. Him and Roman didn't need to win. Would have been really interesting to see Finn because it would have been a different direction. It would have been the first person to win from an opening spot in 12 years. Really? Yep. Wow. Nobody's done it again since since uh, Mysterio. I which which brings me to my point. I think my biggest popular men's match was Mysterio because yeah. I. Wasn't expecting that in the slightest because uh, about like a week ago he was like in talks with Impact and stuff. So I was like, oh, there's it, there's no way. It's not like he's back though. That that's my thing is he's not officially back. He's it not officially a back. Deal. Yeah, but uh, from probably going to Hall of Fame soon. From what he has said on social media, like it was a totally like different and special reaction and stuff. So I mean. Because the last time he was in Philadelphia, he came at number 30. 30. He got yeah. obliterated. But because not only people that, wanted Daniel Bryan. Not only that, he's in the best shape of his, like, hope in his life. And that's because he took time off, which is a smart thing to do. He finally let his knees, his knees heal. He's fucking muscular as shit. And he, he was wearing his skin tight tights, which he hasn't worn since, like, late 90-something. And that's good because it's, like... Old school material, no knee braces. He was fluid. He looked fantastic. You didn't have to cringe when he jumped off the top rope, but yeah, that's I'm great that he got some eliminations in there. And that he was one. Of, he was one of the final six too. Yep. You forgot Adam Cole. No, I said Adam Cole before. I thought you didn't. Uh, what also impressed me was CN lasting as long as he did. As well. They're going to have a good shark for the NXT champion. They're going to be like, NXT champion, and they get tossed out in two seconds. Yeah, I mean... I mean, um... Usually the NXT people don't last too long, but... I don't know if... I don't know if CN even got an elimination. Adam Cole didn't get an elimination. Maybe he did? I'm probably not sure. Anyway. On to the next match. Was the tag team championships on the Raw side... Did you Bar move? versus Jason Jordan and Seth <laughs> Did Rollins. Did you even watch this match? I watched it last night. It was pretty rough. Because we, uh, we were so exhausted. God, I to the bathroom. We were so exhausted after the men's match. And that I was, wasn't exhausted. I just had to use the bathroom. <laughs> no, I mean, like, Matt and I and stuff. You, were, you went to the bathroom, but we were just so drained from the men's match. I can't even imagine how the people inside the arena felt. A combination of nobody giving a fuck about Jason Jordan and everybody being tired and just seeing all these people just come out, it didn't even matter. I was like, dang, God. They didn't even follow up to an unrock. No, they just, just dropped the storyline because Jason Jordan's dead. <laughs> um, so the world title match, these hands, Braun Strowman versus the Big Red Mayor versus <laughs> Brock, I only wrestle once every couple of months, Lesnar, in, in a beat the fuck out of each other match. Literally. Uh, yeah, Brock got hit with a knee to the face. Brock punched Braun in the face and told him to slow the fuck down. It is now edited on the network version. Yeah. I, I watched did. it last night. He punches him, and he goes... And then the audio just cuts out. And I was <laughs> like, oh yeah, they go. They went in there and cut that shit out. Yeah, and you can... Uh... You can kind of see it in Braun's face. He's like, holy fuck, I just got punched really hard. He kind of seemed, like, dazed a bit yeah. after that. But, I mean, it was a, it was what it was. It was a 10-minute match. Gimmick hardcore, a gimmick match, because Brock Lesnar can't go more than 20 minutes. Can't yeah. go more than 10 minutes. Except, unless except, it's AJ Except it's AJ, yeah. Well, what I think happened was Heyman was like, dude, listen, you got to have a match with this I, guy. I always say this. Heyman goes, you know how those other guys are pretty shit? And Brock's like, yeah. Laughing, doing his like smug-ass laugh. He goes, this guy's going to make you look like three million bucks and get you paid more money. Really? Yeah. Okay. Let me wrestle him. Holy shit, this guy's good. And that match like reminds you that Brock could actually go. Can I tell you one of my favorite Brock Lesnar things, I think, of the last two, three years, aside, because he, he doesn't scream anymore. Which I, I miss those Brock Lesnar screams. He, I'm gonna kill you. You don't have to. <laughs> um, that's Undertaker. That's not Brock. Um, no, he says I'm gonna kill you. It was an interview for I think they were doing an event for Two K Games last year for last year's SummerSlam, the SummerSlam where he murdered Randy Orton. I know what this story is so, doing. 
he um he was uh I think he was being interviewed by Xavier Woods and Brock's like my kids love you when can I get a box of booty ups and I was just like I was just like, I don't know how I feel about that. Brock is a New Day fan, apparently, I guess. No, he said his kids yeah. love him. He probably <laughs> liked him, too. He was like, I want a box, too. And I was just like, see, Brock's not that bad of a guy. Yeah, I mean, they, there's always those backstage shoot stories, but we don't really know what he's really he like. He just needs to go already. Look, this is why I don't care if Roman beats him for a title at WrestleMania. And I, I know it's headed this way, but here's why I don't care. A... If Roman has that title, even if he's winning 9,000 times, it doesn't matter because there's more storylines and there's actual... People are fighting for the belt. They're not fighting for, like, no reason. Like, that's one of the main, like, like problems on Raw, I think, is that some of these feuds, since they're not really fighting for anything, it's not really Brucey Spruce spiced up. Because if you... Let's say you have a world title. You can move five to six people up to that title chase move a bunch of people that are not doing nothing to the IC title chase, and you'll be great. Um, I want to see Seth Rollins back in, more than anything, this Royal Rumble, I want to see Seth Rollins go for the WWE title. I want him to turn on Roman again. Just like bash him in the back with a chair again. That would be great. Or have Ambrose come back. Have Roman turn on him. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I just want to see Ambrose fight for the Seth Rollins fight for the championship, but I don't want to see Ambrose. I want to see, yeah. But um, either one of them is a heel is fine. But the problem, the problem was if if somebody like Brock has a title, which is something that CM Punk sort of got into on that Colt Cabana podcast, is is hey we'll give main event spots and title opportunities to part time guys. Is they just go away with the belt and they just don't defend the belt at all. When if you give Roman the belt, who's a total workhorse. He'll be defending that title all the time. See, no, that, I think you're going about that wrong. The thing that Punk took issue with was that he had this long title ring, and The Rock just came and showed up, and they were like, oh, here, take it. And ignoring CM Punk's title ring, like just pretending he didn't exist. And they should have inserted him into that triple threat, into that match at WrestleMania 29. Even though we got a great Undertaker match instead, I feel that if Punk would have beat The Rock for the championship, that would have been fantastic. And then you could keep up, like, the Punk and, and Cena feud. Like, it, there's a lot that, that was wrong with that situation. I think Punk just wanted to get out of there. It was, more of, it was more of a point of Brock doesn't defend that title. He doesn't wrestle on Raw at all. When you had guys like Kevin Owens with the Universe title, and you'll have somebody like Roman Reigns with the Universe title, who would be defending that thing on a normal basis and would be and would bring more importance to that belt. And um which is sort of what they're doing with the Intercontinental Championship, which is only helping the Miz. Like if they want Roman to to go over more to use mark terms, like you've been using the terms all episode. Now you have identified him. <laughs> But, uh, so give him the highest title, and then have him put on some really Smart. good matches. Like, there's nothing wrong with putting on really good matches if you're willing to prove yourself to everyone of how hard you work. I mean, Roman got, compared to, really Wrestle- long hair. <laughs> compared to WrestleMania 31 Roman, Roman's gotten a lot better. Roman's Roman. All these people are going to be the people... But do you see where the problem lies where... When you do have that situation where everybody moves back up to the championship belt race, you leave an open gap because now these people that are going for IC titles, you don't care about because all they were doing was jobbing on Raw. And you just don't care about watching them anymore. That's that's my point on that. And now finally, the women's Roy Rumble. Another fantastic match. That was good. I enjoyed it. I want to tell you my three mark-out moments right away. Okay. Molly Holly. Which you guessed on the spot. I randomly, for some reason, was like, I wonder if Molly Holly's going to show up here. Or just at all. And I was like, Molly Holly's going to come out. Dude, dude, dude. I was like, hey, you got it. Second was Beth Phoenix versus Nia Jax. Like, them beating each other down. And Natalia. I love that. No, no, no. The natty part kind of, like, annoyed me. I just wanted to see Beth Phoenix pick up Nia Jax and just dump her out the ring, but she didn't. Um, and then lastly was Mickey James versus Trish. 
because that feud is so good. It's so, 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 so good. And Mickey James is still fucking sexy. And so is Trish. <laughs> they go far. Um, but Mickey James, uh, there was a funny cutaway. So the main feud in 2005, was it 2006? Uh, the way Trish lost to Mickey James is Trish was going for the stratisfaction by the, the bulldog thing. And love that. when she went to go jump up, Mickey James just like grabbed he she pulled a trump and grabbed her by the pussy just like straight was like on camera just when I like ah I was like whoa that's a violation and it like threw Trish off and then Mickey James kicked her and won and then after the match it's very famous it's been famously edited out of the of the network version she does like a V signal and just Mickey James just like licks her hand just like that and I was like oh that's gross it's probably all sweaty. So, in the Rumble, Trish, when Mickey James came in, they were ready to fight. Trish did the same thing and, like, licked the V, and then they cut away from that. And I was like, man, somebody didn't cue Trish in that it's not that type of show anymore. <laughs> um, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. But that feud is so good with Mickey James being a stalker and, and slowly turning into Trish. It's, that's one of, like, the best, like, women's storylines in the 2000s that didn't involve, like, broad panties matches or... Like stupid spanking matches. That's a hard hitting match. Too. Pretty good. No, it was a good wrestling match. Uh, in terms of like the surprises, a lot of people that showed up on the Raw 20th anniversary. The only surprises, the only like main surprises were Lita, Beth Phoenix, and Molly Holly. Because everybody, like you said, everything showed up on. Everyone showed up. Michelle McCool, I didn't expect Michelle McCool to be in there. She, everyone showed up. She was. Yeah, no, but I didn't five. think she was gonna be there. Michelle McCool getting five eliminations Michelle was McTee. something. Oh, something no. else. And Vicky Guerrero. I oh, yeah. fucking love that spot. I'm so great. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I was so Just I was so happy to see her over and over again. That was great too. I, I was like, oh, and then don't what, get the, the best the best part was Carmella came out and started doing like the moonwalk. And she took Carmella's briefcase and just smashed her in the head with it. That she <laughs> legitimately popped Carmella was essentially the Heath Slater of the women's match. I got, no, it didn't happen. That that only happened once. And then Natty came out and she kicked Natty in the head. The I think Carmella's gimmick now is like chicken shit. Because every time somebody touched her in a rumble, I was like, don't touch me, let me go! <laughs> like just screaming, which I don't mind. And when Oscar went to go kick her, she screamed and ran away. Because it's Oscar, <laughs> and nobody is ready for Oscar. No, but I, I thought the women's match was really solid. Like it started Becky Sasha. Like that's you're gonna have a solid. That's like Becky's breakout match in NXT was against Sasha. We started seeing glimpses of uh, the boss Sasha Banks in this match. Yeah, we're gonna get to that Punching one. Punching Trish in the face. We're gonna Donald get to that Bailey one in a bit. Being heelish, but I love Trish doing her fucking her like boss pose or whatever, and then Oscar doing it, and Oscar just murdering her. <laughs> I think this weekend was the 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 weekend of murdering Sasha Banks by Oscar. It also but came by the feet of Oscar. Like the final four were Oscar, the Bell Twins, and Sasha. And mm-hmm. like I never realized how much a Bella Twin Sasha Banks fashion would interest me. Uh, we don't need it, but it would interest me. I don't feel one way or the other. But I mean, you know. Just a lots, lots of returns, uh, lots of, lots of really hard hits in this match. Uh, one of my favorite spots in this match was when everyone pounced on Nia Jax and she just hulked out everyone and just screamed really, really loud. Um, that was good. The Carmella spot, like we said, was good. Um, Kyrie Sane doing those amazing elbow drops. Which we found out she was Alicia Fox's replacement. She killed. She should have been in the match in the she first place. She killed Tasha Banks. And like I told you, it's been the weekend of killing Tasha Banks by Japanese female wrestlers. <laughs> uh, Ember Moon came out yeah. in the match as well. Mm. I don't know why you're not like high on Ember Moon. She's she really, bores me. She's so good. She bores me. That top rope stunner is amazing. Yeah, but if I'm bored by the time you get there. That's it. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Um, then the big shocking surprise, Oscar wins. 
And then Ronda Rousey comes out to steal Oscar's spotlight. Yeah, what are you gonna say about that one? Uh, I look. I get that she's not not the not the spot. Ronda Rousey in WWE. In WWE. I don't care. I, I don't think she has the training. Uh, so from what I heard, she's been training for a few months now at the performance center when nobody's there in the middle of the night with with a select few people. Uh, so, so she's been training and apparently she's ring ready. I doubt it. She's apparently ring ready. I doubt it. Who told you the dirt sheets? No, I heard it somewhere on a podcast. But they were uh, I don't believe it. But they uh The rumored match. Apparently signed her to a full time deal. Yeah, we'll see when she's showing up on house shows if it's a full time deal. Uh, apparently she's it's gonna be a tag team match with Triple H and Stephanie versus her and a partner probably The Rock it's not gonna be The Rock The Rock has press for uh, Rampage so he's done he was shooting in the middle of shooting a movie and still showed up at WrestleMania but what I'm saying is that's showing up to WrestleMania to actual wrestle a match Rock, he, and the build for it he doesn't no he's gonna need it dude Ballers comes back no it does not come back uh, between Rampage and whatever 90 other things The Rock's doing. Rock couldn't even show up to Raw 25, even send a video package. That goes to show you where, where they're standing at in, in terms of uh, mania. Anyway, so I think it's going to be Oscar versus Charlotte, and I think one of my predictions is going to be true. I think Nia Jax is going to win the chamber, and it's going to be Nia versus Alexa. It may even go like it may even, after last night, be Nia, I'm sorry, Asuka versus Sasha. So we don't normally cover uh, Raw and SmackDown, but since it's uh, Rumble, Fallout, we're going to do that anyway. Um, so like Brandon was saying, uh, they did announce a Women's Elimination Chamber match, and that would be for Alexa Bliss's title. Um, she's in the match, obviously. Uh, we don't know anyone yet in that match. Uh, take a guess. Nia Jax, Nia Jax, Sasha Banks, Banks, Bailey, Bliss, Dana uh, Brooke. She's got to crush the numbers. Mickey James, <laughs> Mickey James, Ronda Rousey, maybe no. Uh, <laughs> Mickey James, and who would be the six? I don't even know if they have six girls. Am I forgetting somebody? Oh, well, Fox is hurt. Probably one of Absolution. In my guess, it might be both Sonya, of Absolution. Gonna, no, it's probably gonna be Sonya Deville. Hmm. My girl Sonya. Interesting. But they, like, they obviously are going to have the men's elimination chamber match. They did have qualifying matches on Raw. It was uh, Elias versus Matt Hardy. And who wants to walk with Elias? Yeah, he won. Um, Straight, he won. (laughs) uh, It was Strowman versus Kane. And Strowman. (laughs) Strowman. uh, It was a last man standing match. And Strowman dumped the entire stage of the announce table onto Kane and nearly killed him. It's just getting to this point now where it's like, how can Braun Strowman kill somebody this week? Which, like, I feel like it get sort of tiring really fast. Yeah. Unless they find creative ways to do things. Who's gonna get these hands? Um, and then the third one was John Cena versus Finn Balor, which Finn should have won that match. That's fine. John Cena is gonna win, and John Cena's gonna lose in the chamber, and Finn is gonna fight him at WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's only inevitable they put uh, Roman in the match anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh no. Oh my god, is that Baron Corbin coming in the house? a touchy subject. <laughs> Not for me. I have plenty of hair. Uh, so, another notable thing on the you Raw was up. that you fucked up. Um, they have a new logo and color scheme and a new, theme, a new theme song. I like the white and red now. <laughs> Can you send that to Matt? <laughs> um... It, it makes Raw look fresher. It makes Raw look brighter. Uh, I do like all the title sequences now and the graphics and stuff. Stupid SmackDown. <laughs> um, so like you said before, uh, we could be approaching a Sasha heel turn. 
Hope we get there. Because we saw uh, shades of it in the Rumble. Uh, honestly, Raw really needs it. How many heels do they have? Like... Bliss, Jax, Absolution. Is There's no such thing as, like, really, truly heels or faces. It's like this one big gray area now. But Sasha Banks was just such a good heel and such a good character of the boss on NXT. And then... The boss! And then it turned into, like, the I'm so grateful I'm here, WWE is the greatest thing, Sasha. And... She became a role model for kids. I will tell you to watch that video from, I think it's San Diego Comic-Con with the little girl that's crying. Yeah, in the audience. That shit always moves me so much. Uh, but the, the winner of the men's chamber match fights Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. So The coach came back, too. The coach did come back. Yes, he did. Um, what do you think of his work? From what I heard, he wasn't bad. He was actually pretty good. And this is like seasoning with working on ESPN coach. Yeah, I mean, he had good chemistry with, with Corey. Um, it's just really, really easy to be way better than Booker T on commentary. Shooky donkey quack quack. <laughs> Booker T was just horrendously... Do you think Booker T is better? He, he was her on SmackDown. He was horrendously he awful. five all the time. <laughs> D-Bry, he's in my free five. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, so, you know, the full-time Ronda, Wa- full-time Ronda Rousey didn't show up on either SmackDown or Raw. Because she had a prior commitment. Next. Yeah. So. Next. Here, I'm when, to generate heat. When do you think we're going to, like, see Ronda for the first time? The build to WrestleMania, so after Elimination Chamber. After Elimination Chamber? Yep. Um, so, like. And I think it's going to build up to the WrestleMania 35 match between Ronda Rousey and Asuka. I think they're going to keep Ooh. them apart. Actually, no. They might fight at SummerSlam. That's possible. That's and I think totally possible. So there was even less happened on SmackDown. Uh, they didn't do anything to the logo, but they, they really did nothing. But they had even worse pop-up graphics and Rockstar. Uh, the best tweet that I saw for it, and then this <laughs> is why I texted you about what the hell was going on at SmackDown. Somebody was like, it seems that somebody on SmackDown discovered Instagram filters, and that shit Snapchat filters. made me laugh. They looked like Snapchat filters. And when the Usos came up and did their promo, there was literally that, a jail that. cell. I, saw that on YouTube. <laughs> I thought somebody was fucking with my YouTube thing. I was like, wait, what? What's going on? It was awful. It's I, they, I hope they don't do any more of that, because it just made the show childish looking. Um, it's because the Usos have been down since day one issue. <laughs> there was... Uh, Am not, I right, Oose? Tell him, Oose. Your struggle is my struggle, Oose. So not only did they do those bad graphics, but they started doing selfie promos. This is so weird. It's just like the name of a person, and then, like, I'm always thinking something's coming up. It's so weird. It's like the weirdest thing. Like, why do we need to do selfie promos? Like, is that WWE trying to get in with the times and, and such? And then an innovative way to what's, get over So what's Roger wrong? has been doing it for a while now. But, yeah, so they, they see people like Miz and people like Corbin and Mojo Rally. They did who, it. No, think about it. They who record this, stuff by themselves. But think about this. They did this before. that. They did it during Survivor Series. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They record stuff by themselves, like, in their cars and in their hotel rooms and just post things to social media and they blow up. So I guess uh, WWE sees that and they're like, we're going to try to replicate all of that. And they're literally doing it with every promo. Like, what's wrong with a backstage interview segment and have a promo? There's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Like, you could just as simple... You could do that way simpler, probably. And actually use the backstage stage hands and such. Uh, there was a Fatal 4-Way match to fight Bobby Roode uh, for the United States title next week. It was Kofi versus Zack Ryder versus Jinder versus Rusev. And mm-hmm. Rusev came out on top. With a very, very amazing spot of Zack Ryder going for the Rough Rider, and Rusev picks him up and lifts him over his head and lands straight on Jinder Mahal. On the hinders of Jinders. So, next week we'll have the, um, the biggest thing that's over in WWE right now being Rusev and Rusev Day versus Glorious Bobby Roode. Uh, I don't think they're going to take the... Hopefully. I don't think they're going to take it off of gender so soon. Probably not. Uh, gender. 
I don't think they're going to take it off of Rude so soon. Um, so, also that happened in SmackDown is uh, Charlotte was doing a promo. Uh, it wasn't a very good promo. But then uh, the Riot Squad came out. Ruby Riot killed it on Mike. And then uh, all three of them ambushed Charlotte. And Carmella cash tried to cash in. And failed. Loser. I don't think she really made many attempts to cash in before. Uh, she's not going to do it for a bit. Yeah. I don't know when they're going to do it. Maybe at WrestleMania. Mm, maybe. I mean, think about it. Like, um, I mean, if Asuka... Uh, well, what I think is going to happen is Charlotte's going to beat Asuka to make Asuka's first loss... And then once she's beat up so bad, Carmella's gonna cash in super kick her in the face and pin it. And it's gonna lead to a Carmella Charlotte type feud. I don't think so. I don't know. That's just a thought. Um so uh <laughs> Sorry. Did not expect that to be so loud. <laughs> so uh Daniel Bryan sets up next week uh the main event being Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. The winner fights AJ at Fast Lane. So I think they're starting to tear KO and Sami apart already. Because my theory is that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are going to fight at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Which would be fucking awesome. Because we'd have that match, which we already know that Kevin and Sami could put on a really good match. Miss with AJ Styles and Nakamura, which we know is going to be an amazing match too. Mm-hmm. So that's where I think that's going to lead to. They already had some they a bit of tension in that main event and such. Uh, Rockstar Spud became the 205 general manager. Okay, that's... Uh, they're also doing a 16-man single elimination tournament for the Cruiserweight title, the finals being at WrestleMania. And the other weird thing in the Mixed Match Challenge was Braun Strowman flirting with Alexa Bliss. <laughs> yeah, that was weird, but... That's... Just keep on with the... Just Mixed Matches, no weird... They're fun. Silly promos. If you guys haven't checked out the Mixed Match... Mixed match challenge. Uh, all of those matches have been really fun lately. And Alexa and Braun have some really good chemistry. Uh-huh. Um, so you, you have any early WrestleMania predictions before we wrap up the show? Or is it too early to tell? It's too early. Yeah. That's way too after a pay-per-view. Okay. So that will be all for this episode. Uh, according to your, you all voting on Instagram... Uh, the Miz won by one point, so we will be covering the Miz in our next episode. Three votes. Uh, it was it was six to five. Wow, who are the eleven people that voted? I'm curious. I posted it on my personal Instagram and the actual pages. Oh shit, the Miz one? Why am I salty about that? I picked the Miz to I know. Ah, so that that should be a fun episode. Um, but that was our episode for this week on Rebel Fallout. Uh, you can follow us, follow this podcast and all the other podcasts on JV Podcast Network on Instagram. Our email is jvpodcasts at gmail.com. You can follow me as I come out of your mother's bedroom. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! That is so dumb. I'll admit that was the dumbest book. But yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. And Instagram at Brendan's Modern Life. And follow me on Twitch. I play games. It's a Classic 2089 on you Twitch. You play games on Twitch? I didn't know that. I did. <laughs> I do. I does. I'm going to be streaming more. Got some projects coming up down the road. You'll hear about them as they come out. And Is Fastlane next week? Suck it. Uh, no. No, it's in two Elimination weeks. Chambers at the end of the month. Fastlane uh, is I, in yeah. March. I meant... Um, I don't think chambers, there's right? gonna be a fast lane this year. There is. I don't. There shouldn't be. There really shouldn't be. <laughs> they should just do elimination see... chamber and then just go right into WrestleMania. Did you not see the Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn? The winner fights AJ at fast lane. I did not. I... <laughs> like I just said. No, uh, I just there, there there's a, a raw pay per view this this month, and then there's uh fast lane like. In very early March. Did they not learn from last year that nobody cares? Is ready for Oscar? Fastlane? Nobody cares about Fastlane. Just... Uh, no, they didn't. You know what? You know what they should do? They should, instead of doing a Fastlane, 
He's do a takeover, and then do another takeover, well, and then do a third takeover. <laughs> I take a takeover every week. <laughs> That's not NXT TV. How do we wrap it up? How do we wrap it up? Oh, always forget. Sorry. <laughs> Don't forget to put a condom on. It's pretty bad. No. Um, <laughs> I tell you, you should let that. Here's a here's a tip for you. Always tip your waitresses. Don't eat yellow snow. But ends it with a Baron Corbin. <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. Don't put on condoms. <laughs>